Comedy. Oh my goodness. Dude. Just come on. Come on, people. Thank you. Thank you. We're feeling it too. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, man. You're always pumped. You can always rely on this audience, you know, and you're a good looking audience. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all tens, all dimes just in the audience, just pure, lovely people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always reliable, too. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, guys. Uh, thank you. This is a Drum Brigade podcast. We're you- here. It's now. It's, it must be Monday. It, it is. must be Monday. Yeah. Yep. Um, I hope everybody's doing good. Didn't have a show last week. Just took the week off. Had other things going on. But, you know, we just do the show when we feel like it. Yeah. And you guys love it, don't you? <laughs> That's right. Keep them wanting it. Keep them wanting more, Phil, you know? <laughs> um, I hope everyone's doing well. I'm Corey Kingston, that guy over there. In his castle, what's the hassle? It's the one, the only, fantastic, funky Phil Pardell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got music, Phil? Got music? That's me. Yeah. (laughs) Wearing a got music beanie. I am, Um, yeah. Serious serious biz always happening over in Phil's castle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So this is the Drum Brigade podcast, and this is episode 143, I believe. Um, we're just pumping them out, man. Just, just 143. I never thought we'd have 143 episodes, but we're here. We're here. I remember when we started, I was thinking about this the other day, when we started this podcast, we were super excited. Just like, like we are giving it our all, like, not that we're not now, but back then this was like, dude, we're, we're giving it all we got. Oh yeah. Yeah. Staying up to the middle of the night, we're in studio, setting up cameras, doing everything. I mean, dude, it was serious, dude. Serious. Oh man, it was good though. Um, and now it's just super casual. We do, we dude, we do have to have some guests on. I have like a line of guests that are just waiting for me to like what be like, hey, can you come on this week? But I would love that. That'd be fun. Yeah. It's just a little bit more work for us, but it still is just a Zoom conference, you know, type of thing. Um, Whenever we have a guest on now, the easiest way is just to do it on Zoom. Like, forget it, unless they want to come in person, but... That's true. Yeah, so um, we're going to do that soon. We need to spin the wheel of death. It's been a while. Maybe our answers have changed, you know? It's true. Maybe our answers have changed. Maybe me and you need to spin the wheel of death just to catch up, you know? It's been a long time. Maybe I used to always say I like burritos. Now maybe I like tacos. You never know. I could say that my superpower before was. By the way, speaking of that question, everyone's favorite question asking about what's your favorite superhero? Or like if you can have any superhero power, what would it be? Yeah. Most people are like, oh, I'd be invisible. We would always say we'd want to teleport and anything we touch, you can teleport to. One of my students, I asked that question, and he said, I would like to adopt anybody else's power at any time. Wow. Now that's, that's a, deep. That's a well-thought-out power right there. Yeah. He's like, so then his, then his imagination started going crazy. So if you have somebody that like 
I don't know. He was just like saying random stuff. Like maybe somebody that can shoot lasers out of their fingers. That's what I could do. Like if I like go around them, I can adopt that. But you have to be like in proximity. Some I think of, so. Like 20 feet away or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why didn't X-Men think of this? That's a whole movie. A guy like trying to get next to like seeking out somebody to try to adopt their power. And like, he can't find them. That's a whole plot, man. Hmm. Dude, come on, X-Men. Yeah, get with it. <laughs> Help us out, you know? We'll license it to you. We already copyrighted it, though, because we're saying it here on the show. So I think maybe. I would still want to be invincible. Invincible? Or, um, yeah. Like, you can't, tie, you can't die? Yeah. <laughs> Not me. Teleport all day. Let's go. I hate it. <laughs> I hate Dude, it. I, you know how fast I could, like, deliver stuff? Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> But when you when you never die, it doesn't really matter how long it takes. <laughs> yeah, but dude, in this world, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, okay, so what about like, why does it always have to do with like work for me and never like helping out, like fighting crime with my superpower? It's like I could get to my gigs super fast if I teleport. <laughs> yeah, like if you, could, I don't have to sit in traffic. You could be the one man that could teleport, and you'd still be playing gigs. It <laughs> still is like not gonna help me get more gigs. It's you still just like, gonna be like you could teleport into a bank and just steal a bunch of money, never yeah, have no. to play gigs, but you're like, nah, I just no. want to get to my gigs. I'm easier. still like just getting to the schmucky metals gigs super early. Like, dude, you don't have to get here so early, but I'm like, dude, I didn't have to sit in traffic. Yeah, I just teleported, <laughs> then I teleported back home and had some coffee, watched some cartoons. <laughs> That would be, that's what I'm saying, dude. You go, you set up, you hang out. I mean, you go, you set up, you teleport back home or you go yeah. run some errands. Food break, teleport home. Yeah. Right? Oh, shoot. I forgot my symbols. Well, let me just teleport back home and get it, you know? <laughs> See, they like it. They Fine. like it. Fine. Yours is better. <laughs> Still only using it for like nonsense though. Never like teleporting out of the way before you receive like a punch yeah. or like, you know teleporting a bomb out of the way or something no it's yeah. just or I saving some, my little, fast. some little old lady who's about to get hit by a bus yeah no 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 you'd be like sorry mm, i gotta get to my gig though sorry least on it like just on a soapbox about like dude why don't you get your own superpower like why do you got to use mine you know what yeah. i mean no like, i'm for the not going to teleport you <laughs> <laughs> what do you think i'm just like a teleport guy like <laughs> This is the thing, man. I've spent my whole life developing this skill, and now you just want to use it. That's the show would just be about that. Yeah, like me, like some old lady that wants to be like teleported, and I'm just like on I a mean, soapbox about it. You could make some good bucks doing the the Ubers if you could. Yeah, just, you know, you're teleporting incident teleport get you there. But if you like, they better I feel give like, you a good tip though. That's the thing. They wouldn't. <laughs> and guess who'd be on a soapbox about it? And they would still complain, like, didn't get me there fast enough. It still took, like, inst instant time. <laughs> Teleportion, teleportation smells kind of weird. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, it was the guy before you. It wasn't me. He had the cologne. It wasn't me. <laughs> but we're outside. <laughs> there would be some catch, too. Like, it hurts your, your body, but it doesn't hurt mine. Oh, I got a cat climbing on me because he wants food. Mm. This guy. Um, well, anyways, guys, we can sit here and talk about teleportation all day long. Um, 
it's just firing me up and pissing me off that I am like, I can't do it. So I don't want to get on a soapbox <laughs> about that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But anyways, um, Drum Brigade off. podcast, Drum Brigade. It's all about camaraderie over competition, all about um, belonging and acceptance, breaking down that wall of inferiority complex in our community. And um, we love it. So if you guys uh, support belonging, acceptance, you know, we feel like you should never feel inferior doing what you love. And for us, that's playing drums and hanging out with other drummers. You'll be surprised how much you have in common with another drummer. So um, if you're into that, support Drum Brigade. Uh, there's a bunch of different ways that you can do that. One, you can leave us a review on this podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, all the above. Anywhere you get your podcasts, you can leave us a review and be like, man, those guys are like dope. Yeah. And then we all really appreciate that. That helps us to be found more and people to benefit from camaraderie over competition. Two, you can check out our merch store. Um, we have tons and tons and tons and tons of merch. There's something for everyone in there. Um, and so uh, check that out. Um, you know, I have a lot of drummers. This is kind of a semi soapbox, but I have a lot of drummers that like want free stuff. And I'm always like, I used to just be like, oh man, like if you're a homie or like you represent the brigade, like I would maybe give you a shirt sometimes. But like, you know, I ran out and it cost me money. And so I'm like, hmm, you know, if you really want to support, like you just want me to give you stuff. But if you really want to support, man, like we have so much merch on the merch store, just support us. Like support something that you believe in and you like, you obviously like it. You wear the shirts every day, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, I try to support my friends that are like not whining. I'm just saying, like, if you like it, support it. <laughs> yeah, like, buy a T-shirt. You'll spend like 20 bucks or something on like, you know, a burrito and like a coffee to support something cool. Support camaraderie over competition. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do yourself a favor, man. Check it out. Just at least check it out. You'll be surprised if um, you, you'll be surprised at what you'll see. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of cool stuff on there. Um, not just t-shirts either. There's all kinds of stuff on there. So, um, all right guys. And then, um, I always like to mention a few of the people that help us out. So, um, one, um, F note drums, they help out drum brigade. Um, they've supplied us with, um, some really nice drums, uh, obviously not for free, but they, they hooked us up with a little bit of a discount and we appreciate that. So, um, yeah, check out F note drums. Um, there's a shop in Encinitas. Uh, California that sells F note drums, go test them out. Dude, you guys will be surprised at how dope these drums are. Um, I use them exclusively for lessons and video lessons and all that stuff. And uh, man, they work great. And they're almost like the real thing. It's like pretty much the real thing. Uh, two, our buddy John from Revolution, John Caldwell, um, Revolution Drum. Uh, they make all kinds of super dope products. John has helped out the show. John has helped out pot, our, our podcast before. John has helped out Chops and Coffee. Um, and John makes amazing, dope products. The Chopping Block practice pad is beautiful. It's like made, handmade from, I think it's like teak. So it's like really nice, fancy wood. Some nice like like uh, rubber that doesn't give you a lot of rebound. So it develops your your technique and all that stuff, the Firefly drum key, um, all kinds of stuff. I think he's licensing the drum key, but um, he's he's the one who invented a, a head armor cases. 
um, and license them to them and all kinds of stuff, man. He has a drummer survival little tool that's like a tension rod that turns into a key. So if a tension rod falls off and you lose it, you have a backup thing. It goes on your keychain. Really like innovative, really cool products. Anyways, our buddy John is fighting cancer and um, he is he is kicking its butt, frankly. But um, still could use your guys' help. Um, and so he has a Patreon that we're hosting for him. And um, so if you guys want, just go on my Instagram. It's on the front. It's on my um, link in the bio. So just check on that and donate to John if you can. It helps him and his family. As you guys know, cancer treatments are not free. They're not cheap. And so he can use the help. And if not that, then just check out revolutiondrum.com. It's revodrum.com and um, buy some of those amazing products. Um, you won't be disappointed definitely in those products for sure. They're really, really nice. That's like the practice pad I use for video lessons and practicing and all that stuff. Really, really nice stuff. So, all right, guys, that's all the um, stuff I have to say. And uh, I don't have to say, but I want to say. All right. So, um, yeah, support people that support our drum community and our drum industry in the real way, like real drummers that really do it. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's get into it. Oh, buddy, that coffee's good, my friend. Oh. Oh, yeah. How's it going, Funky Phil? Man. It's good, man. You're so, you're so handsome. You're so handsome. <laughs> Before I was on, I was just so like relaxed and calm and and then Phil's like, you're so aloof. And then I'm just like, Phil, I'm crazy, man. I'm like, I'm just like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'm relaxed. Sometimes I'm amped. Sometimes I'm mad. I like it. We got, <laughs> we got, we got chill Corey right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, I'll be honest, man. It, it has it's been an up and down like i'm not going to get into my personal stuff but it's it's been an up and down couple weeks man and really? um i'm just trying to find the balance of like being uh like level you know and just being like okay with certain things and be like really um what is the word i'm looking for like diligent on stuff <laughs> like keeping track of stuff that like well okay so i started bullet journaling i don't know if you know what that is i don't know what that is I, I, i've never had a journal in my life like i, I might have had like a, a a quote unquote diary when i was a little kid but like i was it wasn't really like that i didn't really like writing but i always noticed that i do write like i can write like if i write a note or something like i can take my time and express myself. Like one time I was on a flight and I was like trying to think about like, if I was going to write a book of like, like a journal of tour, you know, and what would that be? Like kind of like taking a page out of Anthony Smith's book. Um, he has, he has a book that we talk about often that's called the lizard stays in the cage. And it's basically stories from him traveling and touring and stuff like that. And uh, so I was like, what would my book be? And I started, typing stuff on a flight and next thing i know i'm like dude i'm like paragraphs into this and just like 
I'm like, I'm not even halfway where I want to be. I was just like pouring my heart out, expressing myself, things that were in my mind, you know? So anyways, like I said, it's been up and down for me like the last couple of days, like a couple of weeks. Last couple of days have been great, but the last couple of weeks have been like, whew, not, not too great. <laughs> and like, so I was like, I got to fig- figure this out and started journaling. So there's this thing called, like, it's like a Pinterest thing called like bullet journaling. Huh. And it's like, not just, it's like kind of like a planner that you can like, you know, curate to your own liking. So it's like, you can put a calendar in there and put your daily tasks and your goals and you can draw stuff. You can. So for me, I'm not an, I don't, I'm not that kind of artist. Like I don't draw. So I just try to keep organized. I don't need a calendar. I have a calendar on my phone, but I try to keep track of like my spending. I have a tracker of like, like, did I eat healthy today? Did I do affirmations today? Did I like anything like personal that I want to keep track of? You know, did I spend money? Did I make money? Did I like do like personal growth stuff? Like, you know, like I do like, like Bible reading and like anything like that. Like I want to keep track of it. And so like, you know how many days you skip And So like so far, like I have like two bike rides in like a week and a half, which is not good. So I know like, dude, I need to step that up. Hmm. And like gym visits are like zero and I have it on my daily task like every day. So it's really been good, especially for those days where I'm like spiraling and I'm just like mad at the world. I just start writing, dude. And like, it's like pages written where I'm like, I didn't even know I had this, you know, because people kind of get sick of me just being on a soapbox. Like if I'm like on a real one, like not a show one, but I'm just like really mad at something. And like, I'm just like barking at my wife all day or like friends. I've done it with you before, like where I'm just like mad at stuff. I'm just like, I know people don't, people want to be there for you, but like, I need another outlet to just be able to be like, look, I can just like really express myself without holding back and like tell it like it is to myself, Mm -hmm. you know, it's been really good. So that's really helped. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it's the next thing. There's a few things in my life, man, that like are really um, weird maybe to some people, but it's like so necessary. Like this is probably one of them. I, I want to give it like a month and see, make it like a daily habit to journal every day and keep track of everything. And um, the other thing is being barefoot, dude. Like barefoot life is, I don't know how to, I don't know why it is so like, meaningful for me or like i don't know i don't know what it is dude but like i don't i don't want to try i'm not trying to be like all super hippie like you know but like like the other day i was having a super bad day and i had like i had to have a doctor's appointment and i was like driving there and i I went to the beach and like did my whole beach thing and then I don't know what it was, but I was just like, I just like, God, I can't wear these shoes. Just get them out of my face. <laughs> and I like walk into the doctor's office with no shoes on. And I'm just like, I just felt so much better. Huh. And the doctor's like, Hey, I'm really happy that you're not wearing shoes today. And he's like, you know, cause he like, he likes barefoot like shoes and all that stuff. He, cause you, it helps your back and it helps your feet, you know, and everything. 
So I was like having foot pain from wearing the wrong, like I was wearing vans that were like a little bit too small Mm. and they were, I started developing, man, this is all, this is all. I asked you how you're doing, but like, I just want to get this out really quick. Hey, I want to hear it. (laughs) Okay. So I, okay. So I have a really bad injury on my right foot, my kick drum foot 18 years ago or 17 and a half years ago, I shattered my heel and Mm -hmm. broke my ankle in a motorcycle crash. So I have like 12 screws and a plate on my kick drum foot. I don't talk about it very often, but yeah, that's what it is. So it doesn't bother me too much. Some, some days it hurts. It like pops cracks a lot and stuff, but I'm totally used to it. Um, it's, I've lived with it for years and years and years and years. This was a month after I got married. I got home from my honeymoon, was home for a week, went on a vacation, shattered my ankle and started off our marriage. Our first year I was on crutches. Um, so I started wearing these like vans that were a little bit too small, like not really comfortable, but I thought they were comfortable. They were like really cushy. They're the comfy cush vans. Mm -hmm. So I was like trying to be kind to my hurt ankle and get shoes. Like I was wearing like running shoes, you know, like Nikes trying to get like thinking like I need to spend more money and care a little bit more about my foot to be kind to my injury so that I don't, I can continue playing drums and continue riding bikes and all of that stuff. That's not what it is. Like every time I wear Nikes, my feet hurt and like, they always feel like they're too small. And then every time I wear, like I was wearing Vans just because I like the way they look. And I've worn Vans since I was a little kid. And then I started developing pain in my other foot, like really bad. I was like limping. And I'm like, what? Like that foot's perfect. Like, why am I having pain in that foot? So I went to the doctor and he's like a kinesiologist like chiropractor kind of doctor and he's like well one is like you're wearing the wrong kind of shoes and i'm like what are you talking about and i was like well i was just gonna get these adidas they're like running shoes are really comfortable comfortable and he's like you shouldn't wear those and i'm like why and he's like well he's like i try to go barefoot like almost the whole day and if i wear shoes i wear barefoot shoes and I'm like, those shoes that look like gloves, I'm not wearing those. Like where your toes go in them, I'm like, I'm not wearing those, bro. I hate those. <laughs> and then he's like, no. He's like, like they make shoes now. He's like, your shoes shouldn't be comfortable like that. Your shoes should be like minimal and like as close to like natural as possible. And if you can, just wear no shoes. So that's that that so I didn't really know what barefoot shoes were, but I started wearing like being barefoot at the studio. Like I would get to my studio, kick off my shoes and then yeah. do my thing. And I'd like started felt super weird at first. It felt like my, my feet were like really tender and like, you know, like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Like it was like cold and like, you know, anyways. So dude, like I just like started wearing no shoes started trying to walk around the house no shoes go to the beach no shoes like no shoes as often as possible and then i and then i ended up buying these these they're called vivo barefoot shoes they're like you know not sponsored but just they're like probably the best barefoot shoe company they don't make glove shoes for yourself and um i'm gonna look them up (laughs) yeah they they look like like just like running shoes or like you know, athletic, like they look like cross training shoes and they have like hiking boots and all that. So the the key is they're, they call them zero rise or whatever. So they're like flat where like people that say, Oh, I have flat feet and I need like a high arch. Yeah. It's not true. That's not true. 
that's like you're you're actually like harming your yourself like your feet will naturally fall into where they need to be and um and then like people that wear running shoes like all the time dude that's like walking like have you ever tried to like like walk on like i don't know it's like walking on like memory foam you know it's like if you walk on a mattress you're not walking naturally your your body's not like naturally walking. So anyway, I saw this lady the other day that had like the heels of her shoes were like springs. They were some kind of orthopedic shoe, but it was like they were springs. So she was walking like she was on her tippy toes and then her heel was like on a spring. I'm like, that is not good for you, dude. Oh, I just bought a pair of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Why does she have springs on her heels? It's thought, so weird. I thought it would help with my bass drum. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> that has developed man like you want oh the other thing is like like 90 percent of our shoes that we wear our toes are being squeezed together like if you look at converse they're super skinny Mm. and that's like not natural but like if you look at like a baby's foot like their toes are like spread apart and they're they're they kind of have like from their heel to their toes it's kind of like a upside down triangle or something you know yeah look sorry i'm looking at these shoes now vivo barefoots yeah they look cool yeah they're definitely yeah they've got some really cool ones which ones do you have uh i don't remember what they are i have two pairs i have the raw twos i think they're called they just look like black like just basic shoes like that you can wear like minimalist shoes that you can wear like on gigs and stuff Mm. um and then i have like athletic ones that I pretty much wear every day that are, I don't remember what they're called though. Um, I got them for, I got them. I got the athletic ones in Israel when I was there and I got some for summer, my wife too. Um, well, they've got like a desert boot style looking one. Yeah. I want to get those next time. So they don't send those, they don't sell those anywhere. You have to get them online, but they look cool. They're, uh, they're weird at first cause there's no cushion at all. There's like, What's that? I said, really? Yeah, there's no cushion. Um, you have to get used to them. You can't just like, you can't go from like wearing like super cushy, you know, Adidas that you're are raised in the, the heel and, you know, and then go to those like, but they're wonderful because your toes are able to be free, spread apart and not be smushed. And that was like, seriously, the problem that I was having with those vans. Mm. All right. Well, that's progressed to just me like being like, dude, I just don't even want to wear shoes. Like if I have to wear shoes, I'm going to wear these, but like, I don't even want to wear shoes. And still I have to stump sometimes where like, I still wear doc Martens for like gigs. And like, sometimes I want to wear vans, but they just straight up hurt my feet. And so, um, like, dude, I've been like, I, that day I walked in and I was just like, I just don't want to wear shoes today. And he's just like, I give you props, man. He's like, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, man. I just, I'm having a rough day and I just feel like I need to feel connected, you know, like to the ground. And it sounds weird. I feel like I'm being a hippie, but like, I'm like, it's just what it is. Like I've, I look at myself, like I get like insecure. Like what do people think if they just see me roaming around with no shoes on, but like I don't go into like public places. Like I won't go into the store or like a public bathroom or something with no shoes. That's gross. But so you just cruise around with some flops just in case? Uh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't I I 
No, like if I'm in public or something, like I'll wear my regular shoes, like my the barefoot shoes. Mm. But as often as I can, like if I'm at home, I'm trying to just go as often as I can. Like, and for some reason, it helps me mentally, like with um, feeling connected, you know, and just just feel better. Play drums all day barefoot, like, and so I have this goal of like my next tour, festivals. Like maybe trying to do it barefoot, maybe. Ooh, there you um, go. Never played at a high intensity barefoot, but you need a little kick pedal warmer though. Isn't, yeah, isn't the metal all cold on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even really notice it anymore. So, anyways, that's that's where I'm at, dude. Journaling and barefoot. Like, next thing I need to do is start like a van life vlog. <laughs> like these girls that like. You know what I'm talking about? They like hold their coffee cup with two hands or it's like tea. It's like ma- uh-huh. it's like yorba mate tea. And then they're they're like barefoot. They have a little Yorkie and they're in their van and they live in their van full time and they're like playing guitar at coffee shops and they have a vlog. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Hey guys, so like just want to be true to yourself. Like you know your truth. Like I know my truth." Like those kind of girls. Yeah. <laughs> Floppy hat girls. <laughs> <laughs> Floppy hat girls. With the prospector hats. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. they're, they're going to go panning for gold. Yeah. Or like just like, yeah, like Indi- not Indiana Jones hats, but kind of. Yeah. Like all girls wear those, but those floppy hat girls, like flowy sweater girls. Uh-huh. And they're, they're sitting Indian style. That's not, that's actually not right to say anymore. I'm old school though. We Chris used to Cro- call it that. Crisscross Chris Cross applesauce. applesauce. Yeah. There you go. They're sitting crisscross applesauce in their van with their dog and they're holding their teacup with two hands close mm-hmm. to their mouth so they can smell the tea. This is and from all the van like, life things you you view, right? Yeah. Hi guys. <laughs> Caitlin here. So <laughs> I was just thinking that like you just gotta like know your truth. And my truth is barefoot. Okay. That's me now. That's me now. It dude. is you. <laughs> That's me now. Barefoot, barefoot forever. I just want to live my life and my truth barefoot. Okay. <laughs> Drinking like sipping tea, like yeah, like he actually is holding his coffee cup with both hands, both hands, and you can see the steam. <laughs> Gent- gently right lifting out of the cup i kind of love it though like i love those kind of girls with birkenstocks on floppy hats <laughs> i'm like yeah let's live our truth <laughs> oh i love oh, it got macrame like a plant in the background this is kind of actually my wife like my wife is a black version of this girl <laughs> except she doesn't do van life <laughs> She got plants all over not the house. Yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. All right. Well, anyways, Phil, how are you doing? I just went on a rant about barefoot life, like a stinking hippie, like a millennial girl that's just like, my truth, okay? We just got to show up, girls. <laughs> oh, man. I'm good, man. I had a good, a good couple of weeks. I did some recording. I went up and did some a uh, couple of days of recording in LA. Nice. Um, oh, I saw that. 
Dang, yeah. dude, just studio musician. Phil, you're like living the life, dude. No, no. I mean, I didn't really do much besides that. I like, think I played like <laughs> one or two other gigs and then just taught lessons and did uh, home repairs. I, I put in the new garbage disposal and some new lights. Dang. And um, How do you know how to do so many things? Cleaned my shower really good. My shower is super annoying. It's amazing, <laughs> but also annoying because it's like- Your shower or the boy's shower? My well, I actually fixed both showers, but my shower is is like, it's pretty big. So our house was built by some some dude who fancied himself an architect. Yeah, and, and he built one in Florida, and then he just used the same plans to build one out here too. And there's a lot of issues with the house, but um, he built. It, he was like a retired. It was like a retired couple. So that's if you can imagine the thought process behind designing a house in that situation. So he built the master shower is completely sealed. It's like a it's like tile on the on the floor, tile on three of the walls and a huge glass wall and a glass ceiling. And, wow. and so when you're in the shower, it's like just sealed in there. Oh, he wants to have a steam. Like he, instead of having a right. steam room, he wants that. Yeah. He actually had a steam generator piped ah. into the shower that doesn't work anymore, but so he used to use it as a sauna or something. But so it's this giant glass box essentially, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot. And the but there's a room between the um the glass ceiling of the shower and the actual ceiling of the house. And it's like a pain in the butt to clean up there. Oh. So I did I spent a bunch of time cleaning that. But anyway, back to the, I did a recording thing with um Kimmy Bitter. Yes, I saw that. Did some country tunes. And, uh, oh man it was fun man we had a good time i think i think we got like seven or eight eight tunes maybe i played washboard wow. on one i saw that too on the instagram it was, it was funny because i brought my washboard but i didn't have any um thimbles or like <laughs> finger picks <laughs> so, uh, but they were like all right let's try for fun on this thing so i just i had a couple bass drum beaters and i used the metal, uh, yeah. like the shaft side to play because I didn't have anything else that would make the right sound. <laughs> you should have been like, I didn't bring my thimbles, but I did bring my cymbals. Will that work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's actually the second time I've recorded um, Washboard for someone's album. <laughs> wow. Never. I can honestly say I've never done that. I don't fit. You know, there's some people that go real deep on Washboard and it gets... They do some amazing stuff, and it's, it can be a really fun texture. But I, I, I like. I think the last time I used it was like thirteen years ago in the eighteen hundreds, <laughs> or yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, I think it, it's going to be cool. It was, oh it was man, fun. that's awesome! There's hey, if you're people. using Washboard, like I like Kimmy Bitters because she's like, she does this like she's real traditional country. Like you know, she's like, like. It's it's not country rock, you know. It's like no. country country. It's like real country. Yeah, they're all about the like sixties, some fifties, yeah. some maybe a dash of seventies country. I like authenticity, and no matter what it is, you know. Yeah, especially so. in your shoes. <laughs> exactly. I know my truth, Phil. I know my truth. We just got to show up. <laughs> show me your quit. And I'll show you my grit, guys. <laughs> I know my truth. Okay. I just got to show up, 
just show up. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Phil, I make fun of these van life girls, but I want to, I'm dying to be van life, dude. Yeah. Maybe not full time, but yeah, full time. Like I want to be doing this. I want to be doing this podcast from the beach, dude, at the doors open and just be like, Hey everyone, show up, everyone show up. Yeah. You'll just have they to love saying that swap out your drum set for like one of those little cocktail kit ones or no, a cajon, yeah. just cajon. Cajon, Cajon no. life, Jimbe. Cajon life, Jimbe, Jimbe. <laughs> I don't know. I think the Cajon fits with the van life more because yeah. it, it also doubles like as a to... stool for your like coffee sitting. Yeah, the, that's true. The kitchen, the van kitchen. I just like my dream is just to go to coffee shops and like play my Cajon, guys. <laughs> like that's my truth. Seriously, Cajon is my truth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh gosh well how's your Dude, week? you were saying kimmy oh it was good i was saying uh you you recorded with kimmy bitters and like she lives van life but she's not that kind of girl right she's country no yeah she's classic she's like country in like a, a dolly parton kind of way like super yeah. classy country yeah 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 she's she's cool man she's not the floppy hat van life she's like <laughs> she's like van life dude we just like, like just just lives in the van and drives around the country playing rad shows everywhere and yeah. just living that life. She's gonna she's gonna win a Grammy. Yeah, um, I hope so. With this and new, you recorded on it, so that means you're gonna win a Grammy. Me. It's all about yeah. me when you really think about it. Can you imagine <laughs> Grammy award winning, fantastic, funky Phil Pardell? Holy moly, the world's not ready. <laughs> Grammy award winning, dude. You know, I did play I did play washboard with bass drum beater. Dude, what if you wore what if you won a Grammy for playing washboard and then you're forever known as like the dude that specializes? You know how like Clayton Cameron plays like specializes in brushes? I've seen him play with drumsticks, but he's known for playing with brushes. Uh-huh. What if you're just washboard guy? I'll just, you know. So be it. It'd be an easier load in. That's true. That is true. <laughs> I got outfit it with teacups and like you've seen those dudes that have the like the super epic washboards with bicycle bells and oh you yeah. know all sorts of little diff different things you can dink and donk with your with your little thimbles. <laughs> maybe thimbles, one of those, dude. Maybe a vibra slap somehow mounted. I would totally dude. put a vibra slap on mine if I was like taking washboard real. I serious. don't know why you're not doing this. You're already the king of washboard. Yeah, you know, I could probably get some schmucky metals gigs playing that. <laughs> Dude, you never these days, just think about it, Phil. These van life girls getting married, they're like, instead of drums, can you play like washboard? Because that's like my truth. <laughs> I'm like, I got just a guy for you. Grammy award winning, fantastic, funky Phil Pardell. <laughs> washboard specialist <laughs> oh man we want you to play um what's that song like wagon wheel all night long rock your <laughs> mama like a wagon wheel oh <laughs> uh, man I, my, I haven't played that song in years and oh I'm dude i play it every gig i don't mind that one though yeah gogo likes that one right gogo yeah <laughs> <laughs> totally our style i'm trying to imagine a uh, a version by 
by you guys. <laughs> It'd be like 900 <laughs> times faster than that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, Tell me about your week, Corey. Um, I know you did a well, yeah, awesome you know, shed I didn't get to do, but I was turbo yes. jealous. That was um that was pretty dope, my friend. I have like good and bad about that. Mm. Good was the hang and the people that came were awesome. Yes. All everybody there was great drummers. Dude, your student Robbie, who's now my student Robbie. He came through and he had some licks, bro. Yeah. Like he has some he he can play. Yeah, he's got some moves, right? He can he, yeah, he was like he was fit right in, dude, with brigade stuff. Like just super stoked to be there, very like positive and was like, you know, um ba- basically guys, f- Phil had this has had this student. How long have you have you been teaching him? Um God, I guess it's been a year or two but we we don't okay, we're, you know yeah. we don't we it's sometimes we'll, we there's been periods where we'd go like every week but then a lot of times it's like every couple weeks and, okay yeah you know, he could already play when he when he started with me he you know he rips i can't you know i, I don't know I, I gave how him to, some some new some new stuff and options and things to think about but i can't yeah by any means take credit for his playing <laughs> um i have some things that like i can see that he could work on but you know all in all i mean compared to like a lot of guys that show up at sheds he's got a lot of stuff in there in his in in, in like he he was putting to use some cool stuff where i was like uh uh-huh, i see what you're doing there that's cool like he could definitely hang like he could definitely hang on on shed stuff and he was right in there with all of us um, but he was so stoked because everybody in the room is a professional drummer, like everyone. Yeah. And um, he's trying to be a professional drummer. And that's like what we've been talking about is, you know, like I've never really gotten a gig from going to a jam. Not saying that that's a bad thing, but he's, he's looking to be, he wants to transition into being a professional drummer. And so I was like, the way I've just been helping him on stuff like that, like, dude, this is what the route I would take. If you're going to, if you're like determined to be it, dude, show me your quit and I'll show you my grit, dude. Learn your, tr- <laughs> learn your truth. <laughs> Go like date a van life girl. <laughs> no, um, I'm like, you could like, you got all the skills. Like I don't need to teach you how to play drums, you know, like you just need to tighten it up and take this, like a few of the things that you've learned and like, apply them to your everyday playing and make those like really count, like make each like, like we've been working on like making each stroke count, like do it on purpose. Yeah. You know, play like you mean it, don't hold back. And like, that means playing it in good time, you know, playing it like in, you know, adding style. I've, we were talking about developing a style from him right now. It's a lot of like a lot there's a lot of information that he has stored on his hard drive. You know what I mean? Yes. And, but it isn't, there isn't anything to me from if I'm, if I'm, I'm his coach, like, so you've, you've passed him on to me so that he can like learn. Like I can't teach him what you've taught him, but I don't need to teach him what you've taught him because he yeah. like has every skill he could use for a lifetime, like in there. But so from the like touring professional recording, whatever standpoint, all the stuff that I do, he's like trying to get 
into transition into that. So I'm like, this is what, in my opinion, you should be working on, like making it count every stroke, everything you do, make it count. Don't hold back. Keep it simple. You know, like if you're in a recording session, you're probably not going to be playing any of those chops. So like, (laughs) um, you know, like keep it simple and do it really well. But like, we're like, I'm having a hard time identifying what makes you, you like, dude, Carson was there. Carson Ford, he's been on the show. You don't follow Carson, follow him. He's one of the most talented young drummers I've seen. Like, I'm not even saying that. Like, that's real. Like, I'll put it this way, dude. Zach was there. Zach, Zach's the one who put it on, you know, Zach. You're funky, man. That, that Zach, yes. Yep. I kind of draw the line at poop. Yes, that's that. <laughs> character, man. Zach's a character. And he will let you know, like, you know, like this. It's not that funky, honestly. Yes. It's just not that funky, honestly. He, he will let you know, like, if you're not that funky. You know? <laughs> and him and John Staten and Nat Scott, like Nat Scott is a dude that will be like, listen here, young man, you need to work on this, you know, and work on that or whatever. He does that with me even to this day. But um, <laughs> They were all like, you have some great playing you have some great ideas to carson they were like you you can play young man they said that's what nat told them <laughs> and i'm like for those guys to say that to him that kid's got some skills yeah um but it's a great example of like the youngest dude in the room was like really playing playing he was really playing like all of us brought something different but man and so i was like this is what I'm going to talk to him about this week is like, you know, each individual drummer that was playing that day, you know, like Zach's style is so different from any of us. And my style is so different from any of the other guys in the room. And like everybody had something different and it was unique. Like even if you shut the video off and I just had an audio recording, you can tell who was playing. You can tell who's who, you know, Mm. but especially Carson, man, he's got a unique style that I've never heard anybody else play like, you know, true. And so that's what our buddy needs to develop. If, if he's working on something, this is, we're giving you guys gold because you guys can apply this too. like your style has to be unique to you and your sound has to be unique to you. And that's how you're able to work as a drummer. People are like, I like what you do. You know, mm-hmm. I like blue is mine though. Like, so, um, another buddy of ours, um, uh, Silos from, he was playing in, um, sublime with Rome. He's no longer playing for sublime with Rome. And so everybody and their mother's been hitting him up. Like, yo, do they need a drummer? Like I would, you know, like, I'm like, dude, so I even hit him up though. Like, did they already find a drummer? Like, and he's just like, bro, everybody's been asking me. And I was going to, I said, I, I was like, I'm pretty like tied up with Gogol. Like, but if it was like a sub thing or something, I would, I would consider it. But I was like, but I have a bunch of friends that would like kill to have that gig, you know? Yeah. It's like their favorite band. But anyways, I blew his mind where I was like, we were just like talking. And I said, you know, you're, I said, um, somebody said something i said i invited carlos to the to the shed and then i said well, yeah uh zach said oh you know he's not playing in sublime anymore and he's like i told you that and i said yeah and then i pointed to robbie and i said that would be a great gig for you and he's like he wasn't even thinking like that but i was just like 
why not? Yeah. He was just like, were you, he texted me later. Were you serious about that? And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? Was I serious about that? Like, are you serious about that? Like you need to start thinking in this way. If you're like, if you're trying to be a professional drummer, but your path to being a professional drummer is like going to jams locally, uh huh. like then that's what you're going to end up doing. You're just going to be playing at like jams, you know, and it's, it's, it might not ever result into where your goal actually is. You need to start thinking like that. Like I'm capable of doing this gig. I like this band. I'm going to email them and be like, Hey, I can go on tour with you tomorrow. If you need to, I know your songs that well, like I've done that. Yeah. You know, and like, it doesn't always result in that, but at least you're putting it out there because even if they don't, maybe another opportunity comes up or maybe they start a side project and then they're like, Oh, I remember this guy that said he knows our style and knows our songs. Like, I'm just going to call him. Whatever happened to that guy? You know, that's how you network. Anyways, um, this is all gold guys. <laughs> this is our truth. This is like all, these are all parts of like, I'm putting together a course of how to become a professional drummer and I haven't recorded anything yet, but yeah, that's going to be a, <clears throat> like a course that you can buy on like teachable or maybe even just our drum brigade website. But I feel like people want to know this stuff. There's a lot, dude, I can't tell you how many people have hit me up and like ask me for gigs or ask me for, to sub or so many people dude reach out and say hey Corey, like i know you're tied in with gogol if you ever need a sub let me know and i'm like i mean that's my gig like i'm not going to give up my gig <laughs> like you know yeah but like i get it i do that same thing to that's how you do it and so i'm kind of like people really want to know or like people have come to me and said hey like i'm trying to become a, tr a professional drummer do you have any advice for me and like I'm always kind of like, do it, <laughs> like become a professional drummer, you yeah. know, like, don't, don't say it. Don't ask me, ask yourself, how are you going to do it? Mm -hmm. You got to like jump in the deep end, man. Yeah. And it's very social, you know, it really is That's part of why you know? like I, like I, when he first got out here, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like you could, you could meet some people at jams and you know, from there you maybe get you know, some work at some different gigs and yeah, you know, try to get tied in with a, a local band that's working or maybe even, you know, but the idea is you gotta know, you gotta meet people and be out, out and about. But he's already, he's already doing that. He's already playing gigs. He's playing like with bands that he doesn't love. Yeah. He's not doing it on the level that he wants to do it at. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, to do it at the level. Yes. You have to improve your skills. You know, how are you going to do that? So going to a shed is one way that you're going to improve your skills. You know, if you're sometimes we have to kind of look in the mirror, though, and also say, like, you know, that might not be my style. Like, I love the way Matt Garska plays. I love animals as leaders, but that's not my style. Yeah. And so no matter how much I want to be in that world, like I, I look at like like Tosh and like the bands that Tosh plays in, I'm kind of like those are like the biggest bands right now, like playing festivals and every young kid is like screaming like, but that's not, that's not what I do. Yeah. You know, that's not my thing. So I'm not going to pursue that 
that thing. Like we used to go, I used to feel like that. No offense to kind of throw him under the bus, but our friend fireman, Eric was, he's so into that dude's a great punk drummer, but he's like, he would, he wanted to be a gospel chop drummer so bad. And like, he was always trying to, he still is always trying to study like different chops and stuff, but I'm kind of like, but that's not really your style. Like you didn't grow up playing in church. Neither did I like, I'm not a gospel chop, chop drummer. And like, there's always, all of us can fake that stuff and get, get some cool chops to use in pop music and stuff. But, but to really play like CJ Thompson or like Eric Moore or something, it's like, you, you like, I, I don't know. It's just not, that's not how I play. That's not what I'm going to do. And so I have to be realistic. So for, for somebody like our, our buddy Robbie, like he's, I feel bad talking about him if he's not here, but, um, but he's, he's, we're helping him to pursue this career in this, in this music thing. Mm -hmm. And like, he's, um, I'm like, you know, you have to really think about what it is that you're really pursuing here. You know, like, are you like, he's like, I want to be, um, I want to play pop gigs. I want to play. Um, I want to work with singer songwriters and do session work. I'm like, okay, pursue that, go for it. But hone your skills in for that. If you want to be a pop drummer, then you do have to play like a gospel chop dude. You have to play like, and you know, heavy chops and you have to be able to pull that stuff out when you need to. They're like, and it's not just necessarily in combos. It's necessarily like in, it's necessary to have the right attack and the right sound for that. Yeah. You know, so playing on top of the beat and laying into that pocket, like really deep, like, dude, you play with, you shed, shed with Ed. I mean, shed with, um, Abram, Abe from, from out here or oh, like yeah. Malachi yeah. shed with those dudes. You'll see the difference in how your pocket feels and their pocket feels like, even for me, I'm like, I thought I had a deep pocket until I went toe to toe with Abram. And I was just like, bro, like I can't make my drums sound like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, Abe, Abe rips, man. Yeah, so okay, um, anyways, dude, the shed was really fun. It was really cool because it was uh, like majority older guys, like forty and older, and um, so that was that can kind of create a different vibe too, though. It kind of gets dad chopish, you know, like real rudiment based drum fills, uh-huh. but not like combo based drum fills. Uh-huh. Um, but that's fine. It's, it's not like, I'm not complaining about that. Cause my, my fills and stuff are like that too, but adding like a, adding two younger guys in there, like Robbie and Carson brought some fresh, uh, like ideas. These, what happens is when you get older guys, they get like stuck in their old, their usual drum fills. Yeah. And they've been doing them for 30 or 20 years. And then they just keep doing that. Like they, you know, and they're just playing. They're not growing. They're soloing like they always do. You know what I mean? They're not trying new skills. For me, I'm like, I want to get faster. I want to get more combos. I want to create new ideas. I want to make, you know, even in a shed, I want my, my turn to be musical. And so I'm working on all of that. And I, one of the problems that I was having is my speed. Like I, I, I'm stuck in a rut of like 16th note triplet world, you know, even, even if we're playing at like 150 BPM, but I'm not like 32nd note guy, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So I want to work on fat, like 30 second note triplet stuff. And I, I want, I want some skills. And then they, they sent over some videos on like con- some combos, like ideas to move around the kit and stuff. So I'm going to be like, I love going to sheds and making, it makes you um, vulnerable. And then you realize what you need to work on right away. Oh yeah. And so I, I was happy about that, but then I was also disappointed in, there's a lot of mindset that goes into shedding, you know, for me, I, I, I can't just put it away. Like I can't just show up and be free and play. Like I have to be in the right headspace. And if I'm not in the right headspace, I come and I start self-deprecating. I start being insecure and saying, I shouldn't be here. I'm the weakest guy in the room. And I wrote down in my journal, don't like be confident in the shed, you know, don't, don't show up and be like, Oh man, I'm not really like a shed guy. Like, you know, and I always show up with that attitude. Yeah. I hate it. (laughs) And so I was fighting that the whole time. I started like saying that to Zach, like I'm most likely going to be the weakest guy in the room tonight or today, but that's what I want. And then he's like, why do you say that? And he started jump, like not jumping on me, but kind of getting on my case. Like the only one who believes that is you. He's like, you're saying that because that's what you believe, but don't say that because it's not true. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you're right. I can't help it. And I'm like, I've just, you know, I was having a hard week. I was actually having a hard day and I like put it away when I, once I got to the shed, but I was like, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. Like it is what it is. I just, um, and, and so the first probably 40 minutes, Dude, I was like, I felt like I was, I don't want to say like on fire, but I felt like I was playing my best. I was mm-hmm. doing doing what I'm capable of. But then I just got mentally exhausted and I had no more ideas. Yeah. And and um, so like the second hour was just me like trying to come up with stuff, failing, not being comfortable on the drums, kind of like little licks here and there, but nothing, nothing with fire behind it, you know, just a little bit of like kind of embarrassing and then you're getting in your head and then it's just getting worse and worse. And then I'm just like, yeah, I got to stop. I got to stop. So I was disappointed in that, that I could have been more confident. I wasn't completely self-deprecating and self-conscious, but I was like, I was halfway confident. (laughs) Yeah. And I was really confident on the drums at the beginning, but, um, Anyways, the vibe was the brigade vibe was so alive and well, like everybody was super, super, super cool. There was no competition. Everybody was cheering for each other. Like you do something cool. People were like, ah, like you clapping (laughs) and like, um, the vibe was really, really there. And then we all like finished the shed and then everyone, all of us went to Del Taco, hung out. It was like, I felt like a kid again, like skateboarding with my buddies. Oh, we're man. all just talking about drums and talking about gigs and talking about equipment that we like. And have you heard this drummer, this new drummer is coming up, like all this stuff. It was just like, dude, I forgot about this, man. We haven't done this since before the pandemic. I know. And that like, sounds like I forgot so much fun. how cool it could be. 
It's funny too. Zach start his mind started running like, well, what if we we got to do this again? <laughs> what if we film it? And what if we what if we do it in L.A.? Like, what if we invite some bigger drummers? I'm like, dude, this has all been done. This is how Gospel Chops got its name. This is like they've been doing. This is what Jam Card does. This is like we're not doing anything new. Like yeah. we're just hanging out with other drummers. Like we're trying to do the brigade like this, you know, for years. So yeah. We all missed you though, Phil. We all missed you. Oh man. I really yeah. wish I could have gone. It sounds like a really good hang. Good vibe. Those guys had a lot of good things to say about you. They're all like Phil is they all were like, Phil's the real deal. He's got great style. Robbie said his goal in his career is to be like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's too sweet. <laughs> uh so yeah it was really cool yo funky phil yo Corey, we have some great listeners don't we yeah you know how they can be even more like dope than they already are keep listening definitely true what else tell all your friends also very true what else join the patreon all good things but you know the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. We've got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style, and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. Um, I also played a gig. I've only had like one gig in two weeks, and I don't have a gig for another two weeks. So like, you got a gig out there, you need me, let me know. <laughs> um, but yeah. um, <sighs> this is a touchy one, Phil, but let's get it. Yeah. All right. I played a gig. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is a little touchy, man, because it's just people try. I get it. Okay. Let me tell you what happened before I start getting into an ex- explanation. First of all, this gig is I'm, I'm looking at the gig sheet. It's a two hour gig. It's super easy. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm thinking the gig is in La Costa. La Costa is like close to Del Mar or like close to Car- close to Carlsbad. Yeah. So 20, 30 minutes from my house. So I have a full day on Saturday, just hanging out with the wife. I lay down to take a nap and I'm like, before my gig, loaded my drums, lay down in my bed, look at my, go to set my alarm. And I'm like, let me map it just so I know how far away it is. Look at the day sheet again. It says La Quinta not La Costa. Where's that? That's quite a difference. La Quinta is in Palm Springs. Oh, that's a big difference. <laughs> yeah. So it went from like, I was going to have an hour long nap, take my time, make my lunch, and then mosey on to my gig to like, I got to go right now. <laughs> yeah. Like make some coffee, get dressed. I have to leave now. <laughs> Two and a half hours to get there. Oh, dude. <laughs> so that's brutal. Yeah. 
And so, dude, when you're not planning on driving two and a half hours, like when you're planning on just a, a chill gig for the day, two hours, that's it. You're not planning on driving two and a half hours to your gig. That's mm -hmm. the big difference. Big time. Like, so I was already kind of like not irritated, but just kind of like, I got to go. So I drove all the way out to Palm Springs, show up. I, it's always at the same golf course. And um, I set my drums up. So this is where my soapbox is. So I'm playing with two of my best guys that I love playing with, Marcel and James. Yes. Those dudes are pros, right? Of yeah. course, James is a pro. Um, this gig, though, dude, <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. Like, this gig was just like, kind of like, okay, okay. We show up, set up my drums, and ready to go. Do my thing. James is there early. Marcel's there early. We're ready to go. The singer and the guitar player are like younger, young, like this girl's young. Okay. So I, I'm like, why isn't Marcel just the singer? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, this girl's coming. And it's not there. They didn't book her. Somebody else booked her. I think the person booking the gig was like, I'm going to have my girl come and sing. This girl shows up, dude. She's a sweetheart. She's nice. Good looking girl. But dude, she looks like she's just like, she looks like she's just going to like Walmart for the day. Like she's wearing like jeans, a, like a tank top, like a little tiny tank top. What? Yeah. Like, and then her boy is just like t-shirt, jeans, vans, like whatever. Like, so, you know, like Marcel's gigs, we always dress up. We always yeah. look sharp. Yeah. Like James put in the in the chat, hey, dress warm. It's an outdoor gig. So we have like coats on, scarves. We have like hats, you know, like cool guy hats. We're dressed nights, like dress shoes. Professional. Yeah. Marcel always goes above and beyond to like look sharp, look like an entertainer. So we're all dressed like that. The singer shows up, and I think they're I think they're just like like just people like i thought they worked for the restaurant or for the, the <laughs> place and they're, they're like hey we're here and so i'm i'm not paying attention i think hey they're just like the servers at at this venue or something and then the guitar player starts putting his stuff on the stage and i'm like okay guitar players yeah they normally have a little bit different style yeah you know they're like they they don't always you know they not that they don't always look sharp but it's like a guitar player can get away with t-shirt and jeans, you know, kind of thing, rock and roll style. So I'm like, okay. And he was good. He wasn't bad. He's, you know, he's a good, good player. Um, but the girl is like, dude, okay. Maybe she's just showing up to the gig like, and then she's going to change. Nope. <laughs> just straight up, dude. Jeans like, just jeans like regular tennis shoes like adidas or whatever and like a t-shirt and then it's outdoors she's like dying sick she's like super sick okay and she's like no jacket the guitar player no jacket oh he's like man i didn't know it was gonna be outdoors i'm like bro it was like in the chat <laughs> okay then on top of that like weeks before the girl is saying, hey, guys, looking forward to playing with you. Are you guys available for um, uh, a rehearsal? Maybe we can do a rehearsal that week. No. And I'm like, if you want me to do a rehearsal, that's going to be a different fee. Like we're going to you're going to have to pay me for the rehearsal. And so 
she's like, let me know if you guys can get together for a rehearsal. I'm not even replying. I'm like, <laughs> that's a no for me. That's a no. And so the other guys are like, yeah, we can get together. Maybe we, she's like, maybe we can get there early and get together for a rehearsal during the day. I'm like, nope, Mm-mm. not going to happen. If you want to rehearse something for soundcheck, like a song, that's cool. But no. So I'm already like, I wasn't annoyed because she's a sweet girl. But like something to be said about just being green, you know, and like I understand everybody has to learn and like everybody has to start somewhere. And, and, and the thing is, this girl could really sing. She had the skills as far as the voice goes. Still some refining that needed to be had, but she was she had skills for sure. So like, dude, we start playing. So we're they're like, hey, we're ready to go. Like, let's just check the levels. And then like people are kind of sitting on the grass, parking their golf cor- carts to watch us play. So it's like, dude, um, she her back is to the crowd. She's like looking at us. They're like, what song do you want to do? I don't know. What song do you guys want to do? We're like, I-, I don't know. Like, what song do you want to do? Like, this is your we're playing for you, you know? Yeah. So she's like, I, I, they just go, well, how about some song? I don't know. Like, I I don't know, whatever, like a Motown song or something. She's like, okay, cool. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't, isn't like, Hey everyone, how's it going? Like nothing. Just like one, two, three, four, we start playing. She's holding her phone, dude. No, like sideways looking at the lyrics, reading like she's like karaoke or something like, and I go, you don't have an iPad and like an iPad stand. She's like, no, nah. like she's like, she's like kind of talks like um, cash me outside girl. She talks exactly like that. I don't know who that is. The, <laughs> you got to look it up. She's like, no, nah, I don't have that. She's like, I just use my phone. I'm like, okay, that kind of like realize how that looks, right? Like, so if one, you showed up like with just like clothes, like not even like you don't look like an entertainer. You just look like a girl that wandered on stage. You're looking at your phone, looking down, looking at your phone, reading the lyrics while you sing this song that you definitely know. Yeah. This is like and a fancy golf course. Yeah. This is like super fancy. I think I I feel like I might have played this one. They have like a um like presidents have stayed at this golf course. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like a nice This is exclusive. This, yeah. You dress up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like my wife came and I was like, just hang out in the car because you're not technically supposed to be here. This is like exclusive. You have to pay for a membership here, all of that stuff. So homegirl shows up in jeans and a shirt looking at her phone. We end the song. People are like, yeah, yeah. And then she's just standing there kind of like feedback, like Mike, Mike, whoops, Mike down on the, on the, on the, like, like towards the monitor. So it's just completely feeding back. What do you guys want to play? They hear us saying all this. So what what should we play next? I don't know. Like, well, what key do you do it in? I don't know. I'm just like, bro. Are you kidding me? Dude, like, what are we doing? How'd she get on this gig? I don't know. And like, I'm like, what? What? Like, what are we doing? And so, uh, okay. Marcel's like, why don't we just do this song? Start playing it. Looking at her phone, singing it. Mm. Like putting her phone down like dude kneeling down on the front of the stage, like sending a text really quick while it's the solos. What? And standing up and like, 
like, dude, no signals, no like, no, no like cues. Just kind of like I'm ending the song. Like I guess we're just gonna end it here. Like, like just no awkwardly like presence. turns around and looks at you guys. Like, okay, I'm yes. done. You guys yeah. handle the rest. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, dude. I'm like, what? Like, no jacket, sick as a dog, dude. Sick. We finally get to like the third song or fourth song, and then. Marcel's like, how's everybody doing? And then she's like, hi guys. So my name is like Kaylee or whatever her name is. And she's like, um, so like I'm a singer and like, I'm going to be singing some songs for you. She's like, I apologize because I'm really sick. And so she's like, I'm not feeling good. So I'm, I'm just, my voice isn't like what it should be, but I'm like, she's like, but don't worry. It's not COVID y'all. It's not COVID. Like it's like echoing. She says, it's so what? I'm like, I'm like looking at Marcel with my mouth oh, open. Like what? That, what? That's mind boggling. So yeah, we're just going to like play some songs. So like, yeah, that's Th- it. That's insane. And like, I'm like, Oh man. Oh man. And then the guitar player is just kind of like standing there. Like Marcel is like, I got to step in. So Marcel does one of his songs. The guitar player is like frantic. What song is this? What song is this? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll find out. Just go with it. Like what key is this in? What song is this? Like he's, he's just like, I didn't rehearse this. I don't know. I don't like, and and we're just like, don't worry. We got it. Like, even if you don't play it, it's fine. Just pretend you're playing. Homegirl walks off stage. She's standing in the back of the stage, like scrolling through TikTok or something. Like, dude, I'm like, this is straight up amateur hour. Straight up. Like, I just drove two and a half hours. I brought the best equipment you could possibly bring to this gig. I have like mics on my stuff. I mean, I'm like, I'm taking this serious. And I'm not saying that nobody else is. I'm not saying like shame on them for giving me a gig because I was stoked to play any gig yeah. at that point. But dude, there's a level of green where you have to, you have to kind of just have common sense of like, Hey, I'm an entertainer. Like, have you never seen a band before? Yes. Like, have you never performed? Are you trying to get your foot in the door? Cause this isn't like the type of gig for you to get your foot in the door. And then that's where my soapbox get comes into play where I'm like, look, whatever. It's not my gig. I don't book these gigs. I'm not complaining at this girl. Like I said, dude, she was, she was really cute girl. She was really good at singing like a really good singer. I start having a problem thinking about the amount of songs that she sang the amount of effort she put into singing those songs. She sang a quarter of the songs, maybe half of the songs. She did not dress up for the gig. She did not entertain people at all. She looked at her phone and read the lyrics. She did not perform at all at all. She did not perform mm-hmm. like it was so bad. My wife was like, I thought you guys were just sound checking. Oh. And I'm like, no, that was the gig. And she's just like, and, and then we left and she's going to make the same amount as me. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's going to make the same amount as me. So that's where I start getting super pissed off and bummed out where I'm like, the level of effort here is different. I've, I've put 30 years into this. I've been playing drums professionally for 30 years. 
And I've done this all over the world. And I try to do this at the top level, no matter what gig it is. I try to be, bring the best equipment. I try to bring the equipment that'll make the gig. Like the dude brought an amp and a guitar, but like, it's not like he brought a mic to put on his amp. So it's an outdoor gig. It's not like he even brought a jacket to wear. <laughs> You know, and and I'm, again, I'm not trying to diss this dude for his playing because his playing was great. His playing was good, but like, can you like just the, like people don't just know how to play gigs, and I get that. But you don't have like even an ounce of like common sense of like, hey, maybe I should be like, how's everyone doing? Like, yeah. maybe you perform a little bit. Maybe you learn lyrics, like. You put your phone down and you just memorize lyrics. Like if you know you have a gig coming up and you know you're going to send out a song list and you know the songs that you're going to send out, you're not going to like put in the work to know the lyrics. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I mean, dude, especially with some like, I mean, all like you and James and Marcel are all top level, but like, man, the times that I've, I sat in or I subbed with Marcel. Yeah. Dude is such a performer. Like, yeah. He is he just commands the audience's attention and and is just yeah. like charming as hell and and like yep. he'll 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 pull up a song that someone just requests that he's never played before and just never like played, just yeah. annihilate it. If he's heard it <laughs> once, he can play it. Yeah, with like and charisma like, and stage presence and like Exactly. And then and then he has this thing where if he doesn't know it He'll just play into that and make it still fun for them. Yeah. He'll like sing what he knows and then be like, that's all we know. That's all we can do. Sorry. We don't fully know that. Song. But he'll like, it's not like, Hey guys, sorry. I'm really sick. I'm not feeling my best. I'm not feeling good. Don't worry. It's not COVID. Oh, don't like, even get me started on that, dude. Sub it out. <laughs> if you're sick, don't go, don't show up to the gig. Yeah. Sub it. Seriously. If you're that Seriously. sick, like just get someone else on the gig. That's ridiculous. I just kept saying, dude, please tell me they're not making the same amount as me. Cause like, if that's the, this is the bar now, then dude, then to make it worse, we finish the gig. People are coming up to the stage. You were so amazing. You're such, you have a bright future. Young lady. You're so amazing. <laughs> I'm like, really, really? We're just here. Like not, not one person, not one person came up to me and was like, dude, <laughs> You guys really made it happen. You guys really did it. Like that girl was sick, but you guys brought it. And now she was able to not one person. Oh man. I mean, dude flooded people getting out of their golf carts coming up to the stage. She's kneeling down. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you there. You got, you were wonderful. You have a, you are, you're the real deal. What a voice you have. I'm like, I give up. I give up. I give up. Like, why do I play music? This is the bar. This so, is this. This was, was like top 40s type work. Yeah. Okay. It was all like top 40 stuff. I feel like that's like, kind of how it is at those gigs. Oh, dude, like that it, makes me so mad. I don't know. That makes me so mad when these like these 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 people. That's how much these people don't know about music. And I'm not saying like, dude, all, obviously I don't care. Like if people are are not complimenting me, but they're complimenting another musician. Like, I don't care about that. That's fine. Yeah. But the only reason why that girl, she did have a good voice, but like <laughs> if the band played like she played, they would not be saying you got, you have talent. Oh yeah. You. No. 
No. Like if I was looking at my phone and playing with one hand and completely disconnected, like, and was just like, whatever, like not even, I don't even really want to be here. Like I, you know, I'm sorry, guy. I, I did play that gig. That was the other thing I was saying uh, to my wife is the same place that we played a few months ago before this gig, I was there sick as a dog, dude, sick. Yeah. And it was like too late to cancel. Uh, so I was just like face mask hood on like, but I was, dude, I was dying. I was dang. so sick and I showed up. Guess what? I still had to perform at the same level that I perform at every time yeah. I brought the same equipment. I did the same job that I do and I wasn't walking around like making an announcement on the mic. You know, it's dude, that's your job. The show must go on, dude. I've seen so many singers show up. Dude, I just played the that same week. I just played a wedding gig with um with Melody Ebner. I don't know if you guys know her, but amazing singer. Like super beautiful girl, like completely beautiful, like an amazing singer. That girl works, dude. She works her butt off. Yeah. She's up there singing. She's up there singing background. She's up there dancing. She's up there rapping. She's up there doing what her job is. Every time I've never seen her phone it in ever. Mm -hmm. And she like showed up to the gig. She had a super late gig the night before. She had another gig the next day. She's like, I'm on my fourth gig in a row or something. Third gig in a row. I'm exhausted. She wasn't feeling good. She's like, I need coffee. I need something. I need a little kick because I'm dying here. I'm really exhausted. Dude, when we got on stage, like normally she's, hey, how's it going? Cracking jokes, whatever. When she got to the gig that day, she's just like, hey, what's up, Corey? Like super mellow, like not even like she's just like, I'm really tired. When we got on stage, dude, same old melody, mm -hmm. like performed her little butt off. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, that's the difference. I've, I've seen that with Rebecca, like Rebecca Jade, like, or Drea, like, yeah. you know, fourth gig of the week, fifth gig of the week. I've been on gigs with Drea and she's like said, this is my sixth gig of the week, you know? And she's like out there performing. Yeah. You know, and so there's a thing with singers too, where like, like I've been on a gig one time with Drea and there's this girl, um, we call her flip flop and she's one of the most amazing singers in town, mm. like amazing. But her first gig in town, she came from like a different city. And so she showed up to a showcase and she was just like wearing flip flops and just like kind of just there. She just wasn't dressed up and all the other girls were dressed like they were like in a Vegas show or something like makeup done like fully like dressed to perform like yeah. dressed to perform this girl showed up like a frumpy outfit on and flip-flops <laughs> dude drea chewed her a new one she's like <laughs> if i'm showing up dressed like this she's like i spent an hour doing my makeup she's like i'm wearing spanks to like you know wear this little dress She's like, I can't even breathe. I'm in here with my feet killing me in high heels and you show up in flip flops like you're ready to just go to the beach. She's like, that's not how it works. She's like, if you want to work in this town, you better step up. Yeah. You better like show up, you know, like and and that girl never did it again. Mm. And she could out sing all the girls on that stage. She's she's like that good of a singer. So mm. I I'm not that guy to kind of be like, hey, let me give you some advice but I was 
that this last gig was kind of like I almost did. <laughs> I was almost <laughs> like, hey, you're a great singer, but seems to me like you're trying to be a professional musician. And yeah. this is part of it. Like how you show up, how you like look on the stage and how you perform on that stage, how what what show you put on, like we can only back you up. But if you are not showing up the way that you're supposed to, that makes us look bad. As far as these people know, I'm in your band. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like I have a career, but that can ruin my reputation. Did you see who Corey's playing with now? This girl that's just like looking at her phone and dressed like she's just hanging out. <laughs> she's going to like TGI Fridays for dinner. Like, <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, so I, that's why I have a soapbox. That's why I like, I get bummed out. Like, Hey, think about the musicians that you're playing with. Some, somebody told me that when I was younger, that it's like, Hey, you know, you're, you're, I was always thinking about the crowd I'm playing for. Yeah. They're like, the other half is you're, you're, you're not only trying to impress the crowd. You're also trying to impress the musicians that you're playing with because those musicians you have to work with. If they like what you do, then you're going to keep working. Yeah. You know? And like, that's how I was. I was like, dude, this girl has a lot of growing to do like a lot. She's fresh green as can green can be, you know? And like, you have a voice, you have talent, but that's not all there is to it. If you want to work as a musician, yeah. period, period. So yeah, I am trying to hear that right now. You're great. Cute, (laughs) super cute, super good at singer, bro. I would never hire you though, ever. Well, it sounds like you did your job, right? You know, I always feel like that's a, I always liked that though, that with those types of gigs, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I guess at every gig, I, I kind of approach that way where I'm, I'm mostly, or I'm a very big chunk of what I'm focused on doing is, is making everybody else on stage look and sound as good as possible. Yeah, just, that's like, our job. My job is, I would just want everyone to think, wow, that singer is amazing. Or yeah. that guitarist, that guitar solo just built and was epic. It was so good. Or, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, when you, when you see people showering the vocalist, especially vocalist that's that's phoning it in quite literally, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, that, like phoning when it, they're yeah. still getting compliments. That means that the rhythm section was was just crushing it. You know, there was just there was a lot of stuff that was just really like you know, the Marcel and James are great and they they play so well and they're they're most more than that though. It's just such a great hang. I say that all the time. Yeah. And they still like, they make, they didn't say anything negative about, you know, any of that. They just were kind of like, you're killing it. Yeah. Great job. You know, they're so encouraging and, and that they're, they're not like from the school of like tough love. They just, they they know what it is. They know the girl's green and all that stuff. And they know, you know, um, they're, they're from the school of like, she'll get it eventually where I'm like, bro, don't make me look bad. You know, (laughs) it's a difference between us. Uh, And like, I don't know how James is like, he's played with so many people, like major people, you know, Sergio Mendez is bass player and Lionel Richie's bass player. And like, yeah. And he has a steady gig with, with, um, with the Soli band and, you know, and like all this stuff. So I just, 
I don't, he doesn't have any ego. Like he just, he's such a humble guy, you know? And like, I, I learned from that. I think it's really cool. I can, I can, and that's why I didn't say anything at the gig. I just was kind of like, yeah, great job, you know? And like, I didn't have an attitude or anything. I just was really grateful to have a gig, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and just like pack my stuff, went home and that was it. I'm like, you know, don't worry about how this makes you look because these types of gigs, it doesn't matter. These people aren't there because you're, you know, you're not there because you're going to make it as a musician. You're there just because you're entertaining rich people that don't know what to do with their time or money. Yeah. You know, so they're sitting in their golf course watching on their golf cart, watching some young girl and they're like, she's great. And that's the extent of these gigs. Cool. I got money. See you later. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's not career move gigs. So like, why do I care? Just, yeah. Yeah. Have fun on your golf course with your river in the middle of the desert. You know what I mean? <laughs> Spending all your stupid money watching some girl that like you just believe is going to be the next big thing. So yeah. Have fun with that. You don't know the first thing about it. Don't get me on that one, Phil. I'm good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, Girl, if you're listening to this, you were really good. You were. You really did have a nice voice and you're you're a really good looking person, you know, good looking girl. Really cute. And the, the guitar player too has a, a bright future. He's young. He's he can play. He's got skills, all of the above. I'm just saying, maybe like this is just constructive criticism and all in love. Just try to step up a little bit more as far as your performance. Mm. That's all. That's all. Try going barefoot too. You'll like it. <laughs> know your truth. Know your truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Funky Phil. <laughs> um, I'm dying. So good job, Phil. You did just, just killed it today. You killed it today. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I don't really know what else to say. I'm really hungry spacing out a little bit because i need food and um you know but other than that you know i'm just gonna like i'm just gonna like live my life learn my truth you know drink lots of matcha tea and um you know people don't care how much you know phil until they care until they know how much you care <laughs> <laughs> This moment is preparing you for something amazing that's about to happen, Phil. Okay? <laughs> Just know your truth, Phil. Just know your truth. <laughs> oh, I love it. Gosh, dude. I love Van Life Girl, though. You are Dang Van it, Life I, Girl. I want, I want a van, Phil. Get one. I'm just going to buy one today. Money or not. I'm just going to... Huh. How do they do it? I'm just going to start a van vlog. Yeah. I don't know. Where would I put my drums? Oh, yeah. Cajon. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we established all of this. It's all planned out. All right. You're good. All right. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I hope we didn't bore you to death on our show today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope you guys had fun with us as we do every time we do one of these episodes. Um, and um, yeah, you know. Like I said, give it a shot. Try, try, just try kicking your shoes off for the day. See how comfortable life can be. Nope. Try it, Phil. Nope. No, nope. Phil. Nope. Dude, you will love it. My feet get cold. 
dude, don't worry about that. I'm okay Baby. in the summertime. In the summertime. <laughs> and go outside and walk around in your grass with no shoes on. Dude, that's called that is grounded. That is nice to do that. Earthing, yeah. It's really good for you. Um, all right, guys. Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 143. This was just us talking, dude. This was just us talking about just things, you know? This is like, th- this podcast has turned into just like a phone call with me and you just like chatting. So what did you, what have you been up to? Not much, me, you know? Dude, check this out, Phil, this happened. You know, it's like, but I don't know. We're going to have guests on soon. We're going to spin the wheel of death, maybe next next episode. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Um, yeah. Drum Brigade Podcast, camaraderie over competition. Thank you, Funky Phil. Thank you, Corey. Thank all you van life girls out there. And um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a legend. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Siljan? Butt cheeks are straight up hanging out, Phil. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.